0: Good evening and welcome to From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Before I get started, as I do every show, I'd like to give honor to God who's the head of my life, because without him, none of the things that I do would be possible. Uh, as you see, we have our special guest on the show uh, today, Mr. Jake Shear, And Jake is an athletic administrator. He's a part of the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome to the show, Jake. How are you?
1: Well, uh, thank you so much for having me on, Dr. Brown. Uh, I've been following your podcast for a while and uh, very honored uh, and humbled to uh, be on as a guest.
0: Appreciate that, Jake. So real quickly, Jake, if I ask you what professional development means in the world of athletics, give me a quick uh, uh, sentence on what that means to you.
1: Well, I I think it's extremely valuable and necessary for an athletic director's growth. And it's something that ADs want to do for their staff, but sometimes they just don't have the time to do it.
0: Yes, sir. And if I talk to you about servant leadership in athletics, what does that mean to you, Jake?
1: Well, I think the term personifies the role of the athletic director today, particularly at the high school level, uh, because they are, they're in it for the kids. They truly are servant leaders.
0: These and more topics we'll talk about on From the 80s View. Let's get it. Welcome back to the show. Again, this is Dr. Cedric Brown. I'm your host on From the AD's View, and our guest today is Mr. Jake Von Sheer. And uh, Jake, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. You know, I, I know that you've been in the business for a long period of time, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, uh, as you said, uh, I'm a career educator, uh, retired a couple of years ago after 41 years as a teacher, a coach, and an athletic director. Uh, I was very fortunate to uh, work in a lot of different parts of the country. I was born and raised in Oregon, started my career there, uh, you know, kind of climbed the coaching ladder, uh, small school, uh, big school, bigger school, coached junior college in Oregon, and then got on a uh, college coaching carousel that took my wife and I, who was also a career coach, uh, to Missouri, uh, to Vermont, uh, to North Florida, then across the country to San Jose, California. We went to Arkansas, and then uh, about 22 years ago, we settled in uh, Florida, where we finished our career, uh, and like I said, retired uh, just a couple years ago.
0: Wow! So so much experience, uh, such a a talented uh, a couple in athletics, uh, both uh, you know uh, on. Uh, On our men's side, on our women's side. Um, Jake, I took a class that you were a part of, a continuing education unit class at um, the NIAAA conference in Denver, Colorado, a couple of years ago. What does professional development mean to athletic administrators as they progress through their careers?
1: Well, we talk about, you know, again, different people will tell you different things, but I think, you know, overall, I think we talk about two things being critical to the uh, success of a teacher, a coach, and in this case, an athletic administrator. One of them is networking, you know, building your network, you know, creating that list of go-to people. Um, if you're experiencing a challenge at your school, I guarantee you, that the ad or the coach down the road or across the country is experiencing that same thing so establishing your network is critical the other piece as you said is professional development to um, be uh, and to embrace being a lifelong learner uh, you know i was certainly there coming out of college you know, I thought I, you know, I played college football, I ran track and I, I, Hey, I know what I'm doing. And the expression, you don't know what you don't know, what you don't know applied to me. Um, so the, you mentioned the NIAAA, the professional development uh, program that they have built and refined over the years is just fantastic. And I'm so fortunate to to be able to continue to be a part of it as uh, a member of the national faculty.
0: And the, the conference this year coming up, uh, Jake, you know, Denver was great. It was, it was, you know, fantastic. It was in December and, you know, you get to see snow and, you know, my wife came with me, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, uh, two of our best friends. So we kind of made a, you know, vacation out of it there in Denver, but there's an exciting place that is going to be, uh, this December. Can you talk to, uh. Our audience, a little bit about that.
1: Oh, absolutely, this year's conference is going to be in uh, Orlando, Florida, which uh, is about a 35 minute drive from my house. So I'm excited, uh, you know, to be there. It's always great to uh, see your acquaintances, your professional college that colleagues that network that I mentioned. Uh, it's going to be uh, basically December uh, 16th through the 19th. I might have missed one day there. Uh, there's going to be uh, Uh, Just a a wide variety of workshop sessions, Uh, the LTI courses. I believe every single one of the 53 LTI courses is being offered this year in Orlando. It's incredible. Uh, Tremendous speakers, uh, keynotes, and uh, uh, professional enhancement speakers are going to be there. And, hey, it's uh, Orlando. It's uh, Florida in December. Uh, Who wouldn't want to uh, leave the snow and the cold behind and come down for a a great week and weekend of professional development.
0: Absolutely. And for our audience members, Jake, that uh, may not understand exactly what the NIAAA uh, offers to um, inspiring, aspiring, I should say, um, athletics administrators. um, You have levels that you, that you have, like you are, a CMAA, you have uh, um, uh, RAAs. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about um, when you first come into the association and how you can um, uh, elevate yourself uh, in the association, but also elevate yourself in your career as you're going along?
1: No, absolutely. And I, and I want to also say that the the NIAA, the national organization, <clears throat> works with every single state, uh, your state association, or you have a state association, whatever state you're in. Um, and they are, maybe they don't have to be, but they can be that first step in getting involved because your state is going to have its own annual conference. If you can't make it down to Florida or next year, it's going to be in Austin, Texas. Uh, if you can't make it to one of the nationals, your state association Uh, has an annual conference and they offer workshops and they offer the leadership training courses, LTCs, uh, at your own state. Uh, And whether you take the course at the state level or at the national level, um, on their own, they're fantastic uh, professional development opportunities. And the courses are separated. There's 53 courses right now. And I, I think they're unveiling at least two, maybe even four new courses this year, but they're set up in levels. Uh, the 500 level courses, there's eight courses. Those are called the foundational courses. And those, um, are required courses to, uh, lead to the first level of certification where, um, you complete these courses, you have, um, uh a matrix that you fill out as far as experiential points and again your state association leader can help you do that or i can help you do that too if you can't get a hold of them but um the caa certified athletic administrator is the first level of certification you will sit for an exam you can do it at the state level you can do it at the national conference it's 100 uh, multiple choice questions Uh, It's very comprehensive, but if you've taken the courses and you, you know, follow the review materials, there's extremely high success rate. Now, not required, but very highly recommended. There's two other uh, levels. They're not certifications, but they can add to your professional resume. And you mentioned the RAA, the Registered Athletic Administrator. To become an RAA, you need to complete um, a couple of the foundational classes. Uh, You have to be an athletic director at some, you can be a brand new AD, but after you've completed those courses, uh, you can submit the paperwork to become a registered athletic administrator. And having that um, uh, title behind your name sets you apart from a lot of athletic administrators who just haven't done it yet. And in hiring or in professional development, that's something that a principal is going to look at. Yes, sir. Uh, there's one, I know I'm going on here. There's another, oh. uh, registration, uh, the NIAA and your state association wants to partner with middle school athletic directors. Sometimes they feel left out. Uh, there's a registered middle school athletic administrator, uh, credential, if you will, yes, you have sir. to take the same foundational courses. You have to take the two Middle school courses. So there's a couple additional courses. I'm actually on the faculty for both of those courses, which are going to be offered in Orlando. Um, And then you you can become a registered uh, middle school athletic uh, administrator. And then the final certification is the CMAA Certified Master Athletic Administrator. You have to take the foundational courses. You have to have earned your CAA, and then you need to take uh courses from the 600 and 700 levels uh, 600 is operations and management uh, maybe it's budget maybe it's fundraising but there's 22 600 level courses uh then you have to take a couple of courses from the 700 level the leadership courses that's the course that you took partnering with parents yes sir. there's one about mentoring coaches and it, there's 23 uh leadership courses Uh, After you've taken that coursework, you have to submit a project. And I can talk about that later. I'll I'll take a breath here. But uh, when you have earned that CMAA, you've joined a very elite group. Statistically, if you take all the CMAAs that have uh, been uh, certified by the NIAAA, and you look at all the athletic directors that are currently at a middle school or high school in the United States, only about 4% have attained that CMAA designation wow. and we want to see more do it but right now if you're a CMAA you're part of an a very elite group elite group
0: yeah that that is that is awesome thank you for that Jake and i think that that it's it's important for you know our viewers uh, and and anyone that will um watch uh this episode to understand that right because having the understanding helps you be better at what you do and helps you um, uh, understand the trajectory that you wanna go in your career. Jake, do me a favor, stay with us. We'll, uh, we're will we going to be back um, after we go to a commercial break. You're watching From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. We will be right back after this break.
1: Water, it's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water.
0: Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots,
1: pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water. Animals drink it and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What would you do without it?
0: From the creative team that brought you the Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white collar crime forever.
1: Falling from the sky.
0: Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Um Jake, when we talked about earlier with professional development, um, we also spoke about a little bit before the show, um, we talked about how serving leadership is something that, um, is profound to athletics administrators. Um, uh, what does professional dev- well, not professional development, what does serving leadership mean to you, Jake?
1: Well, as I mentioned, uh, I I think no other profession other than athletic directors, and we can have college ADs in there too, um, really personifies that, the phrase servant leadership. Uh, You'll hear coaches, parents, you name it, talk about, well, hey, what's best for the kids, or we're in it for the kids. Well, athletic directors, um, they're not in it to make that six-figure salary, uh, they're they're not in it for the bucks. Uh, it's certainly a nice thank you at the end of the day. But um, you look back at your own uh, athletic career, you know, what, high school. How many of your high school teammates, whatever sport you were involved with, how many of those teammates went on to become coaches and teachers? Not that many. How many? Of the ones that became coaches and teachers chose to go over to the other side of the desk uh, and become athletic directors. Not that many. So it is truly a calling. And it's looking at, well, how can we create a great experience for this middle school athlete, for this freshman athlete, for this high school athlete? Uh, we all see the headlines about, you know, this school sends, uh, so many kids uh, off to college on signing day. And that's great. And we celebrate the heck out of that. But as you know, uh, that's going to be about, you know, let, let's be, um, optimistic. 5% of our high school athletes are going to go on to college. You know, that high school AD, what are you doing for the other 95% of your kids? And, and that's where this whole term of servant leadership comes in, uh, letting them leave high school with that great athletic, experience. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can try to do that. But uh, for me, that's that servant leader. Uh, you're doing it because you you love sports. You love all the things that it uh, allows you to do as a leader, as an educator, as a coach, a coach of the coaches, if you will. Uh, but you're also, you're doing it for the kids.
0: Yes, sir. And that servant leadership piece, you know, as I grew into, um, the career and I grew into understanding what, what, uh, athletics administration was about it, you know, that aha moment kind of went on and it, and it clicked like, wow, you know, I am here in service of the stakeholders who are our student athletes. I am here in service of the coaching staff, because as athletic admi- athletics administrators, We coach the coaches. Right. We are there to help them uh, get better to, you know, how to deal with the student athlete, how to um, uh, get that student athlete to be the best versions of him or herself and how to um, have that student athlete be able to go to heights that he or she never thought that they could get to. Right. And motivating them and encouraging them to be um, the best versions that they could be both, you know, on the field of competition, on the court of competition or off. Right. As the student athlete Um, in your in your role, in the role that you have, Jake, in the many roles that you've had in your career, um, mentoring and um and counseling of coaches and upcoming uh, athletics administrators what has that done for you in your role as a leader right um and what influence has that played on individuals that you have shared your experiences and your wisdom with
1: Well, it's, um, it's a circular relationship. Uh, You know, you, uh, we are all mentored. We have our mentors. Uh, You know, some were high school coaches, some were college coaches, uh, some are athletic directors that I've met over my uh, 41 years uh, as an active coach or AD. And I have been mentored. And as I worked With the coaches at our school or with the student athletes at our school, and sometimes with the parents at our school. You know, as you mentor them, you're passing on those lessons, those best practices, as we like to say, to that generation and helping them, if they're a coach, helping them mentor the student athletes they're working with. If it's a a mentoring relationship you have with the current AD, you're allowing them to have a greater impact on their school. And again, it's it's kids, it's coaches, it's parents. Um, and it, it just continues to, to come full circle. Uh, I was just yesterday, uh, was working at the state cross-country championships here in Florida and saw, uh, as I've done this for a long time, you know, dozens and dozens of uh, former athletes Former coaches from my school, I had two coaches come up, you know, Jake, hey, it's great to see you. Uh, and coaches and ADs from other schools that have, like you, sat in a class that I might have taught. And uh, hearing their uh, positive experiences um, just reinforces me and that I want to continue to stay involved in this uh, profession um, and try to help, uh, you know, make the profession better and, and, help other people, uh, get better too. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it's, it's kind of a synergistic relationship. Yes, uh, you just get charged up even more because of, um, those individuals coming back and, and, sharing with you the experience that they had.
0: Yes, sir. And you'd mentioned something before, Jake, you've meant you'd mentioned, uh, not only mentoring, but you'd mentioned networking. Right. So that's what happens when you go to conferences like the NIAAA conference, or you, you know, I'm a member of the National Association of Basketball Coaches, and we have the conference every year uh, that is um, connected to the Final Four. Um, how important is it for an aspiring athletics administrator or an individual inside of athletics in whatever? You know, silo they may be in, how important is networking to their career path and the trajectory?
1: Oh, I I will tell people it is the most important thing that you can do. Uh, I use the toolbox metaphor, it's the most important tool that you can have. Uh, And then you got to use it uh, because it is so easy to use. And it's something that I failed to use. For the early part of my career, I just didn't understand how important it was. If you are a young AD, a veteran AD, when you get that new job, when you get that first job, uh, call up or go visit uh, the school down the road and introduce yourself to that athletic director. Um, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Jake Von Schier. I just got hired as the AD or as the coach at this school. Just wanted to reach out and say Hello. Uh, add them to your network. There's no other profession like athletic directors that is so willing to help and connect. Uh, it, I, I have not come across another one. Maybe there is, but athletic directors, coaches, and I was a head football coach for years. Coaches yes, are going to keep things close to the vest. We'll they share will. a little bit. But we're not going to share everything. Athletic directors can't wait to share stuff. So reach out and build that network. And you talked about you know career advancement, whether you spend the next thirty-eight years at that very same school, yes, or sir. if you're looking for you know a bigger school, uh, a different school, uh, a school in a different part of the country. That um, connection that you have, it just might be the one connection that separates you from the rest of the candidates for that particular job. Oh, you know, so-and-so uh, or that person can write you a letter. I just got to call you. I was driving to that cross-country meet. I got a call from a, a colleague here in Florida. Um, they um, said that they, you know, were up for another job. Would I, you know, write them a letter of recommendation? Absolutely. Okay. So again, the networking, the professional development, it, it's it's right up there, but I would say networking is one a professional development is 1b
0: yes sir yes sir and we are talking with mr Jake von sheer uh, an experienced athletics administrator uh, 41 year career uh, in college uh, in uh, interscholastic athletics um, done a variety of things uh, in in your retirement right now Jake you're enjoying uh being uh what what I would deem um, as uh, uh, um, an, an official for athletics, a mentor for athletics. Uh, you uh, backstage, you, you said that you and your wife have just come off of a, uh, I would call it a, a country tour of, of things as, as you were celebrating uh, some milestones for your former athletes. Um, Jake, you've done some amazing things and I've had an opportunity to sit in one of your continuing education uh, courses uh, as I was uh, trying to attain um, one of my certifications before I came back to the college level. Jake, if individuals would like to get in contact with you, how can they do that, Jake?
1: Well, very, very easily. Uh, my email, <clears throat> uh, it's Jake's touchdown, all one word, Jake's touchdown at gmail.com. Jake's touchdowns. also my Twitter handle. I'm fairly active on Twitter. As you know, uh, I'm also a podcast host. Yes, so sir. we publish our episodes on Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Uh, if you want to give me a call, I have no problem giving out my cell phone. Uh, it's 305-218-1325. And I also do uh, some consulting. Uh, I, I'm, um, you know, I'll say a very fairly active speaker. If you're looking for a program for your coaches or your parents, uh, uh, you can find me at Victory Educational Athletics, VictoryEducationalAthletics.com. And uh, in addition to the podcast, uh, I've got some books too. Uh, I, I've got two copies right here. Our podcast has one of, uh, has a feature we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox, uh, Tips from Athletic Directors, the Top uh, 20 Tools for Success. This is the second edition. Of course, there's a first edition also. And the third edition of The Toolbox is actually going to be coming out uh, on December 1st. And all three are available at Amazon. Um, We also have a book we're very proud of. This came out in September. It's called All-Star Athletic Director. We interviewed uh, 10 women athletic directors, all from the state of Florida. They gave us three uh, different perspectives uh, from their school, public school, private school, faith-based school. Um, and so there's 30 chapters in all-star athletic director. All of these books uh, are on Amazon. They're just nine 99 and proceeds, uh, go towards our state athletic director association. So, uh, athletic director's toolbox and all-star AD. Thank you for that shameless uh, self-promotional. No, book.
0: absolutely. We, we appreciate it. Uh, uh, and, and you did better uh, plug in your books than, I did plug in mine and uh, it's my podcast. And so, you know, if if we can't uh, in, enjoy ourselves and sometimes laugh at ourselves, um, then, you know, what are we doing this for? Um, but in closing, uh, Jake, I, before we go really, r- really quickly, um, I'd like to ask all of my uh, my guests um, a simple question. Jake, what does faith or what does spiritualness mean to you?
1: Well, I, I'm I'm glad you asked that. I I think it's something that <clears throat> very often gets lost in the conversation. Um, you know, whatever yeah, as a listener, if you're watching this, you know, um, you you really need to. You should, you know, base your life um, on your faith. You, uh, I'm not here to preach to you, but you know, you you have to believe. Uh, you should believe in some higher power uh i'm i am a believer i'll I'll say it you know with no apologies i'm a believer um um i try to live my life uh so that uh, i'm bringing honor and glory um and um for my family you know for uh the people i've uh been able to um reach that and that have reached me as well um you know whatever faith you choose to follow, uh, I, I hope it is the foundational, uh, standpoint of your life.
0: Absolutely. Well said, Jake. And, and I appreciate you and, uh, Jake, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. And, and I hope sometime that I can reciprocate, uh, the opportunity and come on your show and, uh, and share experiences and thoughts, uh, in this wonderful industry that we're in. So thank you very much, Jake.
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me on. And absolutely. We would love to have you come on uh, our podcast, which we just call the educational AD podcast. So, uh, you know, thanks again for having me on. I enjoy what you're doing. Uh, I I think we both have a similar mission. We're just trying to share best practices with, uh, those in our profession.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'd like to thank Mr. Jake Von Scheer for being on our show today. Um, as, uh, as I always do at the end of the show, I just want to uh, continue to encourage those that are um, in the industry of athletics or in the industry of education to continue to follow your dreams, to continue to um, increase your network of individuals to help you pursue your, your dreams. And I thank you so much for being a part of this episode, good night and God bless.